Welcome to the Continuous Stream podcast holiday episode. A special video version of this monologue will be available exclusively to Patreon supporters. I'm Amy Kreider. I spent my teens in a rural area in the 1970s, where basic cable was needed to get just the networks and a few other channels. We watched a lot of PBS. At Christmas time, the local PBS station ran the 1951 version of A Christmas Carol, starring Alistair Sim over and over again, at least half a dozen times in December. I watched it every time it came on. I would have it on while I baked cookies, baking dozens of cookies from our old Betty Crocker holiday cookie book, which I still have, and it's falling apart. I baked pefferness and holiday bells and Brazilian coffee cookies and brown sugar cookies, and I watched A Christmas Carol while I baked, the best version, the only version worth watching. I used to wish I could see an older movie with Alistair Sim to see him as a young man. But Alistair Sim went into acting later in life, after a career as a teacher, so he was never very young in movies. He was 50 when he played Scrooge. That's younger than I am now, which is just weird. My mother would often sit next to me as we watched while my cookies baked. My mother died on Christmas morning in 2006. Sharing a Christmas carol with her is one of my best memories. We would quote it the way we'd quote Monty Python later, Is the pudding still singing in the copper, Peter? And I have my doubts about the quantity of flour. We were Christmas carol nerds. The part of the movie my mother loved best is how completely giddy Scrooge is at the end, telling Cratchit that he's going to raise his salary and help his family. Sim plays this with complete lack of inhibition, with incomparable abandon, laughing like he's on drugs. He's high as a kite because he's been saved. My mom would reenact the scene, quoting it verbatim. She just loved it. I'm going to say more about the scene in a minute. My family watched it so many times that we'd notice every detail, how Scrooge ignores the blind man with his dog in the opening and pets the dog in the end, a wordless moment tying the beginning and the end together. And then there's Barbara Allen. Do you know it? T'was in the merry month of May When green buds all were swelling Sweet William on his deathbed lay For love of Barbary Allen Whenever Scrooge's beloved sister, Fan, appears, the song Barbara Allen is in the score. An orchestra plays it in the background of all her scenes. It's her theme. In the story, his sister dies in childbirth, giving birth to his nephew, Freddie. And when she's dying, Barbara Allen is playing in minor and distorted keys. The spirits have done their work, and Scrooge has decided to go to his nephew's party. Here's his entrance into the party. Do you know the song the people at the party are singing? It's Barbara Allen. And do you know the words they're about to sing when he interrupts them? The next words of the song are, 
you're dying. He stops them from singing, you're dying. That was on purpose. That is great directing because death has been overcome for a while longer. So let's talk about death for a minute. When Scrooge is with the ghost of Christmas future, he ends up seeing his own tombstone. He collapses onto it and sobs. It isn't because he's afraid to die. It's because he's horrified that it's too late. He's learned his lesson. He knows he's been wrong. He knows how horrible he has been. He wants to change now. He wants to start over and right all the wrongs he's done. But when he sees his grave, he's horrified to think it's all too late. He can never start over. Later in life, I had a personal connection to this same issue. I had to be hospitalized when I was 30 for bipolar disorder. My manic episodes used to be pretty psychotic. And the first time I was hospitalized, I hadn't slept in eight nights. They were trying to get me to sleep, trying to give me an Ativan pill to take. But in my diseased state, I was afraid they were trying to kill me. At the time, I was plagued with guilt, and I imagined I had done many horrible things in my life. I was afraid I would die before I had the chance to make up for them. I was afraid it was too late, and I'd never be able to be good. No one knew that was why I was so afraid. I don't think there's anything more in life to be afraid of than it's being too late. So the end of the movie, that's why Scrooge is as high as a kite. I never truly understood that until I experienced that same fear. It's not just that he has saved and learned his lesson. He is so happy because it isn't too late after all. His worst fear didn't come true. He is alive. He can live out the lesson he has learned and make it all up. That is redemption. That is the euphoria of redemption. Every day we wake up and we can start over. It is an extraordinary lesson to be alive and be able to start over, to be born again. And we are born again every day that we wake up and can start over. In the words of Tiny Tim, God bless us, everyone. This has been the Continuous Dream Holiday Special, written by Amy Kreider, recorded at Mystery Street Recording Company in Chicago, Illinois. Our sound engineer is Alvaro Ledesma. The 1951 version of A Christmas Carol, originally released as Scrooge, was directed by Brian Desmond Hurst and written by Noel Langley. Music on today's episode was God Rest Ye Merry Gentlemen from Wiki Commons, a public domain resource and Barbara Allen performed by Joan Baez. Thank you for listening. For more about our show, please visit continuousdream.com and consider supporting us on Patreon. Happy Holidays!